on the next episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. The whiskeys we're going to be tasting today are from Davies County. We have the Davies County Lightweight Toasted Barrel Bourbon. From Barrel Bourbon, we have the Barrel Bourbon Vantage, the Barrel Bourbon Batch 32, and the Barrel Bourbon Batch 33. From Kentucky Senator, we have their release number three, the John C. Carlisle. And from Booker's, we have all three releases for 2022. The first release, Ronnie's Batch. The second release, the Lumberyard Batch. And the third release, Kentucky Tea Batch. Yeah, I wasn't sure if the tea was the power of suggestion or if it was really there. And I had to keep going back to it. Yeah. You know, and it was there. And I like that we were able to go through the whole three of them. I agree. It was interesting. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it's sips suds and smokes with your smoke and host the good old boys It's sipping time. Yes, it's sipping time again. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. That's a fact. The, uh, we're up against the George Foreman infomercials now. Oh, we, we can't beat George Foreman. <laughs> well, we can. I doubt it. I mean, he uh, beat, but they moved his a half hour earlier. That's why we're better. Oh, okay, I'm gonna say because you know, like he beat my, he, he beat Ali. Come on, please. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I, I I just don't think we can beat him. So, well, our sip segments are all about distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and whiskeys, and all of that. So uh, we're going to be talking about some stuff. So joining me today is Made Man Brent. Pleasure to be here in the basement, and Made Man Maury. Good morning. I'm extremely excited that Brent decided to wear pants today. That did not happen. How? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how excited? I mean, am I the only one that's uncomfortable with that statement? I mean, it's just. I am very aroused. Settle down, Maury. (laughs) And good old boy, Justin. Good morning. Well, it's really impossible to say it is so dark in the basement. Anybody could be wearing or not wearing anything here. It's not a swingers club. It's just a basement for crying out loud. Good Lord. (laughs) All right. Well, this is Made Man Bob, and the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today are from Davies County. We have the Davies County Lightweight Toasted Barrel Bourbon. From Barrel Bourbon, we have the Barrel Bourbon Vantage, the Barrel Bourbon Batch 32, and the Barrel Bourbon Batch 33. From Kentucky Senator, we have their release number three, the John C. Carlisle. And from Booker's, we have all three releases for 2022. The first release, Ronnie's Batch. The second release, the Lumberyard Batch. And the third release, Kentucky Tea Batch. 
So we're going to be tasting and rating these whiskeys with our signature sounds, and we're going to ask Justin to tell us all about those. All right. Today? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Any time now. We're <laughs> waiting. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. I'm trying to figure out what that's supposed to be. It didn't yeah, quite sound like a drunken leprechaun. It kind of sounds like Jack Palance out of breath. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? No, not just not feeling it today. Nope. Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. And that's Justin's best attempt at the sexy voice. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. And now you know why he doesn't have any kids. Five sips. That's his sexy voice, yeah. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 I'm I'm still trying to figure that accent. Out. What was not that a single like? listener? Yeah. Not a single what listener. What was it supposed to be? Was that like yeah. Inuit or um, yeah. you know Clint Eastwood? Oh, okay. Last second change. God well, help thank us. you for that. Yeah, God help us all. Hot tip. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go on. To, good Lord, right in the toilet. Four minutes in, we're gonna go to our first whiskey, and we're gonna have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. First whiskey is the Davies County Lightly Toasted Barrel, 48% ABV or 96 proof. The Davies County Lightly Toasted is a blend of rye and weeded bourbon mash bills, which is aged four plus years before it is finished in a lightly toasted barrel. This is the first in a series of annually offered toasted barrel finishes. The toasted barrel finish seems to be something that a lot of people are jumping on. Very hot. After, right it's a hot item right now. Every so. booth at KBF this year <laughs> had at least one toasted barrel product. Light toasted, <laughs> medium toasted, heavy toasted, you know, raisin toasted, you know, uh, you know, rye bread toasted, you know, Pop-Tart toasted, whatever. Do you think they yeah. all have spies in each other's distilleries so that they can all come out with the same stuff? At they the just same run time? with what what's, when somebody becomes something hot with something, the rest of them jump on it. There are spies everywhere. But you know what? I mean, when it comes down to it, the toasted barrel finish is something that's been around a long time. It just seems to be that a lot of people, a lot more people, are doing it right now than were say three or four years ago. So, so we have the color of this. It's nice, a nice. Uh, light copper color on the nose i got some uh, honey floral notes a little touch of cinnamon on the palate i got vanilla followed quickly by cinnamon and black pepper and baking spices the palate was kind of brushed the front of the palate and it lingered mostly in the uh, the mid to back palate the uh, finish was a medium finish when you get that lingering cinnamon baking spices on the you know with your lingering with your finish Overall, it was very enjoyable. It's, I can see this becoming something that they're going to put out annually, and someone's going to you're going to want to get. Yeah, I mean, if you look shelf. at the label, you'll see little boxes there for I think light, medium, and heavy toasts. I think they're going to each year go up a little, you know, change it up a little bit and different different 
differentiate themselves? That's easy for you to say. No, it's not. <laughs> Apparently not. What do you think, Maury? You know, I think Brett nailed it. Uh, I think he got it spot on. Um, I agree with you on the finish. It was medium, but then had this cinnamony baking spice that kind of persisted a little bit. Um, when I initially nosed the whiskey, I thought it was slightly hot. Um, but with a little bit of time in the glass and a little bit of oxygen, that heat blew off. And it it uh, it kind of balanced out the nose a little bit. And uh, I agree with everything you said. So I thought it was beautifully made. Um you know, I think they're pushing this to be sort of a special annual release, and that's where it fell short. I don't think it's special. I think this is a great all-day sipper. I'd be happy to drink this. It's well-made. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I think it's really a nice whiskey, but if it's a flagship once-a-year special release, it fell short of that. Yeah, it, I don't think, I don't it think it's a flagship. I think it's just every year they're going to just change change the level of toast. That's all. It's worth going out and getting, but it's not that special bourbon that you have to chase and make sure you have. Right. And I'm not sure where the price point's going to be. But yeah, I think- it's, and it's not. It's 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 a you know a very affordably priced whiskey. Good. I, yeah, and for that it's worth it. I mean, yeah. for that it's something that belongs on the shelf. It's something you can approach. It's very easily approachable by just about anybody. Uh, packaging's beautiful. The color's beautiful. It's well made. It's uh, what's well, from the folks over at Lexco, and they 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 don't turn out a bad product. And the thing that I always say about Lexco is they're 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 the value company. They turn out really good whiskey for a really competitive price you know i would you, agree with you you I get more right. value for the dollar with a lot of their stuff than than a lot of people you know in the business i mean like they you know the old, i that, think that's true that old ezra seven my god that stuff was fantastic it's still fantastic and i mean it you know i mean for the price point you can't beat it i mean a lot of their stuff is for for the money the you know the double barreled one that they do over at Lexco that one's really really great and all the ones we've had from them so far have been and very, been very good I just I think this is the best one they've done I I think out of all the all the ones that they've done so far with Davies County I think this one really was extremely well done I agree with you I think that um, like I said it's beautifully made and it's delicious and it didn't it's not overly done. No, with no, a lot of barrel finishes, sometimes you know they let it sit too long, you know, and then they take it out, and it's just it tastes too much like toasted oak, or too much like Cabernet Sauvignon, or too much like Calvados, or too much. Yeah, I don't like think they told us how long they've aged this in the toasted barrel to no. finish it, but obviously it's uh, relatively short because yeah. you're right, it's spot on. It's yeah, yeah that's the thing. That's that's the skill is you have to know when to pull it. And a lot of people don't, you know, I mean. And with the price point, they could jump up to be the leader in this mm-hmm. if they have the right price. That's, yeah. you know, you're not going to compete against something that's 80 90 $100. If you can be ahead of them and just as good mm-hmm. or close to it, it'll be nice. Yeah. It's, again, they always put out a quality product for a very good price. What do you think, Justin? So this nose like evoked like a lot of childhood memories, like floral notes and like a thick cedar drawer that hadn't been open for a while. It's like grandma's house. It was pretty cool on the nose. On the palate, it started out creamy. And then as air got to it, it became dry. And I got like two, three different kinds of wood, like toasted oak and sandalwood. It was complex wood, not simple wood. And the finish was medium and pleasant. It was a well-done 
toasted barrel product. That's what I think. You get more than one kind of wood? I and, am very okay. aroused. <laughs> Some people are lucky to get. I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. One I, kind of yeah. wood. I Pe- think people oh, people pay good money. Lo- I good think money for the way he does it is wood. he takes those little blue pills and he breaks them in half and swallows, you know, one half each, and then it's two. I'm not. I'm not double revealing wood. my yeah, trade craft. That would be yeah. double wood. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be double wood. Yeah. Never mind. So. No, it's a beautiful whiskey. It's it's got a really, a really nice nose, and you can smell that barrel toast in it. It's got a very clean oak to it, but you can definitely smell the toasting in it. Mm. And on the palate, yeah, I mean it's 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 got a very nice light mouth coat to it. I'm with you, Brian. It's it it washes back from the tip of the tongue and then settles in the back in the middle of the tongue. But it's got a lovely mouthfeel to it. It's got a nice sweetness, but not overly sweet. And, uh, you know, extremely well done. Uh, again, it's it's Luxco. I, you know, they, they really don't put out anything bad. Everything they put out is, is pretty dang good whiskey for the money. So, And we've had, I want to say we've Several. had uh, four or five, I think, so far of the Davies County. Yeah. So. We're going to be rating the Davies County a well-deserved three sips. Interesting. Hey, and we're back, and we just finished talking about the uh, Davies County lightly toasted barrel bourbon. Um, 48% ABV, 96 proof, and it got a great three sips. So we're moving on to our next whiskey. We're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. Uh, the next whiskey is the Barrel Bourbon Vantage. ABV or 114.44 proof. It is non-age stated. The Vantage is a blend of straight bourbons finished in three distinct expressions of virgin oak. Mizanara, Mm. French, and toasted American oak casks. Each component whiskey in Vantage is finished separately, focusing on the wood characteristics and the specific flavor contributions that each, each cask contributes to the blend. What, what, what kind of American oak? Toasted American oak. Toasted American oak. <laughs> you, you think there's a trend? Yeah. <laughs> so this has a beautiful copper color to it. Um, on the nose... I get all kinds of great things, coconut and creme brulee and oak, uh, nutmeg. And the Mizanara seems to give a little bit of uh, an incense or even a there's a hint of a grilled pineapple note there. On the palate, it's sweet. It's oily. It's got a, a little hint of espresso, spice, French oak, a little syrupy, mapley, syrupy uh, note to it. And then the finish uh, just goes on and on. There's some spice, some pepper, some crystallized ginger. Uh, I think this is a beautiful whiskey. I think it's really one of the nicest things I've had from Barrel um, in a long time. I loved it. What do you think, Brent? Yeah, Barrel's one of those products, when they first started, I wasn't a big fan. And in the last few years, they've really come out with some amazing items that have elevated them above the crowd. I agree with you, but the problem is you have to select them carefully. They're not all above the crowd. Right, but but the majority. Nobody's always. Yeah, nobody's always. You don't hit 100 every single time. Right. Yeah. yeah. On the nose, when I first, the thing that, as soon as I nose that I got pineapple right off the bat, and Mm. now that's kind of faded off that creme brulee and that like chocolate on it. 
But um, yeah, I got uh, on the pallets uh, that espresso and plums on the pallet. Nice finish. I really enjoyed this one. This is one of their better ones that I've had. Justin? So this for me was a spring barbecue. I got suntan lotion on the nose. I got <laughs> pineapple on the grill. Got some wood chips in the fire. Very good. I don't know. He said the last one reminded him of his childhood, and I was getting ready to start crying. So <laughs> well, spring barbecue is much more up. But no, it's it's fun. Yeah, this is this is a really good blend. And uh Joe Beatrice over at, at Barrel Bourbon has, you know, proven time and again the man is a very, very talented blender. And he's taking whiskeys from Indiana, from Kentucky, from Tennessee, from other places. And and again, blending is the art of taking the component whiskeys and making them better than the sum of their parts. And that's very hard to do. And I think he's I think he's done an amazing job with Barrel from day one. I think he's, you know, they've really done some great stuff there. And they continue to do great stuff. And I really, really like this one. It's, uh, I mean, the finish on it is huge. I mean, it's it's got a great mouthfeel to it. On the nose, again, the funny thing is, is it's got the three woods. I pick up the Mizanar on the nose. I don't get it on the palate because the French oak overwhelms it. But... The French oak does not overwhelm it on the nose. And I'm imagining that's what he meant to do is, you know, let's pick the nose up because the other two aren't really going to do that. Um, but you can definitely get that sort of creamy sandalwood incense kind of uh, note that you get from the, from the, from the Mizanara. And, and I'm a Mizanara freak. Anything in a Mizanara cask I always like. But there's definitely like a milk chocolate on it. The roasted pineapple is there. And on the palate, it's again, it's huge, dark roast coffee espresso. Mm. The big, big spice notes on it. I think that's coming from the French oak. A little bit of a sort of a maple syrupy kind of finish on the back palate. Um, you know, a really well done blend. I think, I think they really did a great job on this one. So we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be rating the Barrel Bourbon Vantage a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. Way to go, guys. That, one's, that one was really impressive. So we're going to have uh, Justin tell us about our next one from Barrel Bourbon. We're going to talk about Barrel Bourbon Batch 32. It's 57.67% alcohol by volume or 155.34 proof. It's a blend of five, six, seven. 10-year-old barrels distilled and aged in Tennessee, Kentucky, and Indiana. The colors on the light side, it's light brown, so you should drink it down. On the nose, you got We some. got a little rule back home. If it's brown, drink it down. Homer agrees. I get uh, summer fruits on the nose. You get some watermelon, apple, banana. Just a little bit of cream on the palate. You get like a cinnamon rolls. You get roasted chestnuts. A little bit of uh, ginger. Ouch. Yeah. Happens. So it's happening. Don't stand too close, too to, close the fire. to the grill. Yep. And the finish, um, 
it's all mid palette. It's a decent length, and it's it's a pleasant end to it. What did you think, Maury? Well, I didn't get quite as much tropical fruit as you did, but I thought it was a very pleasant, beautiful whiskey. I was really wowed by the mouthfeel. To me, the minute I put this in my mouth, it was just creamy and viscous and mouth coating. And for me, that was the real highlight of this was the mouthfeel. I agree with everything you said on the palate, the cinnamon roll and the brioche and um, even a little hint of boiled peanuts, which you didn't mention. Um, and, and a medium to long finish. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was very pleasant. It was very enjoyable. But again, for me, the highlight of this whiskey was the mouthfeel. It was just yummy. Yeah. On the palate. It's very, very creamy. Yeah, that, that, that cinnamon roll finish is going to make me want to go down to Miami and pick up some cinnamon rolls one of these yes. weekends. Yes. Yes. I will pay you. We're all pulling out bills for those who can't see the uh, broadcast today to get those cinnamon rolls. Just yeah. come over here. I'll make them for you. There, there we go. There hard. we go. That's it. But yeah, well, I didn't you don't have that beautiful Amish beard. You have to have that beard to make well, I can them. pretend. <laughs> we could You're draw good it. at that. Yeah. We could draw it on him. Call me Jebediah, and it'll all be the same. I wear a white shirt and black pants and some suspenders. I don't okay. make you happy. Yeah. yeah, I prefer the uh, spicy boiled peanuts, so I didn't get that on the on the palate. But I did get that cinnamon roll, that brioche. That, hey, Brent's and, a family show. Yeah, I know what, that. what kind of what, what spicy boiled peanuts? Oh, okay, okay. Finally, he got the tea in there. <laughs> been trying to teach him to how to but say that get, forever i did get those fruits on the nose just like you know some of those summer fruits on the nose and that I was your breakfast those. bowl mm. yes your it wife was made. but uh the on the palate it was a really light finish and it died off too quickly for me just died off really i found that cinnamon just kept going and yeah. going for a while yeah i just just i thought it died off too quickly but other than that it was enjoyable another nice experiment that they've done yeah, every batch is different, and that's that's one of the really nice things that I do like about Barrel is every every batch you get is different, um, and that's good and bad. Sometimes you just yeah. want the same well, consistency. There's a million no. people out there doing consistency. You know, there's you know there's Jim Beam White Label. There's Four Roses Small Batch. Yeah, but if you get there's a-, a lot of people making the consistent you know brand. I kind of enjoy the fact that they're doing the opposite they're doing different batches and they're blending them and, and, you know, doing different things. It makes, it just makes it interesting. But it would be nice if they had one of their top ones and they consistently produce that one. Well, that's going to be They they went back to it. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have a, you've got to have a really steady supply. Yeah. That's to be able to, you know, a a large amount work. You have to work with what you get. Yeah. That's going to be the problem. So, um, the fact that they're, you know, that they're able to, you know, blend different batches and make them all different, you know, I think sets them apart. I from think they a lot of the source other everything, so yeah. they get yeah. what they yeah. get. Yeah, yeah. If they so can make know. it in house, like yeah. Four Roses, so wherever, and you can, wherever you can get it, juice. you get it, and then you do what you want with it from, from that point. Yeah. So. Yeah, on the nose, but, it's just for me. It's just flowery, on the tip, and then in the back of the nose, that's where I start getting the fruit. I get a little bit of cherry on it, and then I get a little bit of uh, a little bit of tropical fruit. There's some nice sweet oak in there. A little bit of char, and on the palate, mm. 
on the palate. It's it's got an amazingly good mouth coat for me. That's that's the thing. It fills up the mouth. Um, a lot of cinnamon on there. A lot of caramel. Um, a little bit of spice, almost like a gingery kind of um, like a spicy gingerbread cookie. Yeah, I mean, extremely well done, and, and, and you know, another really good one from the folks at, at Barrel. So. We're going to be rating the uh, Barrel Bourbon Batch 32. A well-deserved three sips, guys. Just tell us about the next one, Bob. All right. So the last one from Barrel we have is the Barrel Bourbon Batch 33. It's 58.3% ABV, 116.6 proof. Woo! That's the other thing I like about them is they, they bottle everything at cast strength. So thank you, Joe. Thank you, Janet. Um, it's a blend of five, six, seven, and nine-year-old barrels distilled in Tennessee, Kentucky, and Indiana. So that's, a, that's a good sweet spot for yeah. for barrels too. You know, when you're picking barrels, seven, you know, that seven-year, the nine-year. It's got a nice sort of uh, burnished sort of bronze color to it on the nose. This one, I get a lot of lemon on it. I get pear. Um, I get peppermint right in the tip of the nose. Um, there's a little bit of a floral note to it. And there's a nuttiness, almost like a like a walnut, sort of that uh, bitter walnut. And on the palate, hmm. on the palate, there's a nice alcohol burn to it, but it's not overpowering. Um, definitely doesn't drink at 116. I get a nice fresh oak on it, some baking spice, a little bit of cocoa, um, a little bit of allspice. Yeah, delicious. What did you think, Brent? Yes, another one that's uh, different. You know, yeah, that, I mean, it's completely it's, different from Patch 32. <laughs> you know, the one before it. That's yes, the. Uh, this reminded me like when I lived up in Sault Ste. Marie and all the dandelions would come out and you're kind of like laying around and smelling all those dandelions. Yeah. yeah. You get that, those dandelion floral notes to it, you know, along with some, uh, you know, that, that kind of like that lemon meringue. Yeah. And things. there's, there's definitely a huge lemon burst in this. Oh especially yeah. Especially in the front yeah. part of the nose. It's just that, that sort of refreshing kind of. Yeah, on the on the on the uh, palate, they mentioned champagne on the on the palate, and I didn't get that at first. The first two times I tasted this, and then this third time I tasted it, it's that champagne kind of like pop to it. Is it it's champagne the, or is it champagne? Yeah, you remember know? champagne in the seventies? You remember that nasty? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good word. You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's got that spice and a little yeah, bit I didn't of. Yeah, uh, get that. That little bit of spice and the, the baking spice to it. It's like champagne and baking spice, a little bit of ginger on there. Mm-hmm. This one popped for me. Yeah, there's definitely some ginger in there. Yeah, it popped. I get it. I get I, the ginger. I get like down deep, like past the palate, almost in the throat. I agree with you. I think that uh, the ginger was the unique surprise. Mm-hmm. And this one I felt was a little step up from the previous one. Um, again, really nice, uh, but just really interesting with that pop of ginger. Yeah, this one, this one's singing to me. What do you think, Justin? Definitely Jamaican bakery going on. And it hits you in the middle of the tongue in the beginning, and the finish is all side palate for me. And it tastes like uh, 
not very sweet ginger candies and all kinds of things you'd find. All right. Well, we're going to be rating the uh, barrel bourbon batch 33, a well-deserved three sips. Interesting. Keep them coming, guys, because. They're really, doing a good job. Like I said, I yeah. was never a fan early on. Well, and I don't know why. You're just a mean-spirited person. Yes, that's because I am mean. Yeah, snidely whiplash. They just over. didn't have, and I think maybe because of where they were sourcing it from, I was not a fan of that distillery, and it kind of overpowered it for me. It's too much so, peanuts. Yes, yes, uh, too much, too much uh, Tennessee whiskey in there for me. So, well, they especially once they hit about the tenth batch, they really seem to hit their stride. And everything that has come out of there, you know, in the last several years has all been, you know, really good, solid whiskey. Oh, yeah. we just I agree with Brent. They were off to a slow start. I wasn't really impressed at the beginning either. And they've really come into their own. They raised their prices. So that helps them be able to buy more in different barrels than they did in the beginning. Like, you know, like you like (laughs) you buy whiskey. I have. We get we get samples sent. It's, Back in the day. Thank you all so much for the samples. So <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. Blending is definitely an art, and it is definitely something that uh, takes time to perfect. But uh, I really think that they're 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 they've especially the last two years they've been killing it. Absolutely, especially some of the. The Sing- other single, Sing- like like Vantage, you know, the one-off kind of ones that they've yeah. done, that seagrass that was really oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, some of those have been absolutely fantastic. So, yep. you um, know, the fact that they're still doing, you know, they're doing batch 31, 32, 33, and they're able to do the others on top of that, you know. Yeah, that Armagnac finish for the... For- Oh, oh, that was oh, yeah. That yeah, one, that, yeah. Something special there. That Armagnac finish is one of the. I, I honestly, I think that's the best thing I've ever had from Barrel Bourbon. That yeah, one was absolutely fantastic. Fine wine and spirits pick from uh, liquor store in Cooper City, Florida. Well, they've done a couple. There's yeah. a, there was uh, there's another yeah. chain of stores here in Florida that did an Armagnac one as well, and it was just as good. Um, I think the blend of whiskeys they're putting into those barrels um, with that Armagnac, I, I think I think Joe's really figured out what needs to go into that Armagnac to make something come out that's that's vastly superior than what went in. Um, it's it's you know, like Brent said, it's it's fantastic. I think it's the best thing I've ever had from him. So just keep going, guys. Keep making really great stuff. So. We're going to go on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Brent tell us about that. Of course, we only got about a, about a minute and a half before we go to break, so okay, well, you can get, get started. Get the, yeah, this is uh, the Kentucky Senator number 3, John C. Carlisle, 53.5% ABV or 107 proof, 7 years old, 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. Each new batch of Kentucky Senator bourbon whiskey carries the namesake of an esteemed Kentucky Senator. This third release from Kentucky Senator is named after Covington, Kentucky native U.S. Senator John, John G. Carlisle. Carlisle was the Kentucky Lieutenant Governor from 1871 to 1875, a U.S. Senator from 1890 to 1893, and a U.S. Secretary of Treasury from 1893 to 1897. He was also a huge supporter of the 1897 Bottled and Bond Act, and his influence was a key factor in seeing, in seeing that become law. 
So he's kind of an important person. So it's nice to see him name him after this. Well, that's the, what they do with all their releases. They 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 pick yeah. somebody, you know, a senator who is instrumental in the history of the state of Kentucky and name it after them. One of the one of the founders of this brand is, a, I believe, he's a state senator in Kentucky. So, um, you know, we've done. I think we've done one and two. I know we've done at least one of them. So, yeah. so what do you think? Well, on the the color of this one, it's a nice light color. But we'll come back to this, okay? Yeah. Hey, and we're back, and we've got Brent telling us about the Kentucky Senator Batch Number Three, John C. Carlisle. So, what'd you think? Okay, so on the color, of this one is very light. So, uh, right off the bat, I was kind of thinking, "Wow, you know, we got these other darker ones. This is the lightest that we've had for the day." Unlike you, you bastard! I don't see color. I don't. Well, this is it's <laughs> not quite. It's not quite brown. So I'm I don't color know if blind. I should drink so, a brown. Yeah. I had a nice copper color too, and yeah, it was not so. exactly like water. No, 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 but it's a light it's lighter than all the others. The um on the it's a it's a floral nose with a little bit of vanilla to it is what I got mostly. On the palate, the barley came out surprisingly early for me. I got the barley, I got floral, I got vanilla, the oak, and a little bit of white pepper. Um this is on the finish though, that's where the flavor really shines. It just everything else, all the flavors just kind of pop on the finish. It's like a medium finish, but the 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 floral, that white pepper, just kind of pop right there. That's their sweet spot to finish on yeah. this one. Yeah, this thing is all finished for me. I mean, there's there's a nice palate there, and there's a good bit of uh, peppery spice, especially in the mid palate. Um, but where this thing really shines is once you swallow it. That's when it just. It opens up, and it's it's not really fair putting it after the last three from Barrel Bourbon because this is a much uh, it's a much lighter, more elegant style of whiskey as you know, as opposed to you know the more in your face kind of bourbon. What do you think, Maury? Well, I agree and I disagree. Um, I thought it was a lighter style finesse, and I like that. But for me, the finish was relatively short. For whatever reason, for me, the finish just went. Poof, gone. Poof in an instant. Um, but I thought it was well made. I thought it had a, a nice nose. Um, I thought it was really pleasant on the palate, although a little bit of a lighter, more ethereal style. But for me, once the swallow came, it was just gone in a flash. Justin? On the nose, after the uh, pour, like more than a half hour after the pour, I got like white pepper and apples. On the palate, I think the 21% rye really comes through. It's like uh, well-balanced and kind of palate kind of seeks that rye out in this one. And the finish is like subtle and long. It's well done. It doesn't drink like 107 proof. Drinks like 80, 85 proof. Yeah, um, and a very, fairly elegant whiskey. Um again just a sort of a different style but you know well done nice palette better finish than the palette for me um mm. but overall a, a really good effort and uh backs up the first two that we've done which were also very well done so we're going to be rating the kentucky senator number three john c carlisle well deserved three sips interesting All right, so we're going to have Maury tell us about our first batch from Booker's. Thank you, Bob. Booker's 2022 
Dash One, Ronnie's Batch. Guard your loins. The Buckers is coming. 62.15% ABV or 124.3 proof. Age six years, 11 months, and 22 days. This batch is named in honor of Ronnie Land, a longtime employee at the Jim Beam, Claremont, and Boston, Kentucky plants. When Booker Noe was master distiller, during the 40-year career at Jim Beam, he worked his way up to the warehouse manager position. Ronnie was responsible for keeping inventory of aging barrels and knew exactly where Booker preferred to store his namesake, Booker's Barrels. So this is a uh, wonderful whiskey. Again, it's got a nice deep copper color. It's got a lot going on on the nose. There's toffee and caramel and molasses and cinnamon and baking spice on the palate. Ah, it's just so wonderful and mouth coating. It's got a nice viscosity to it. I'm getting some creme brulee some barrel notes and then the finish just seems to linger on and on and on um, i thought this was a fantastic whiskey in fact it was one of my favorites today from bookers of the three we tasted just beautifully well made comes on subtly and just explodes on the palate and then just lingers brent what do you think classic bookers yeah you know it's really is a classic bookers you knew where to pick this one out the I'm glad that we have all three of them to compare the subtleties it's with fun. each other again. It's fun to compare. I'm is, excited. It to, is to do that. It's, I've been holding back the first two for a while, waiting yeah, on that third. I know, one. and it's you've done a good job with it. And you they've know, been very nice about not going. Hey, what about the first two? Right, exactly. So um, we are. So normally we like to have, let everything sit individually, but as we get on to the next two, I'm going to throw in some of the comparisons of the ones that what I like and dislike about each of them, Justin. For me, classic Booker's, but dry mouthfeel. That's the only difference between that and the average of every other Booker's I've ever had. Bob, what'd you think? Yeah, again, this is the classic, classic Booker's profile for me. Hmm. Just a slight bit of astringency on the front of the palate. You know, that, that huge boom of oak. Um, and then on the exhale, that huge, huge finish. Um Barrel char, burnt toffee, you know, some dark, dark oak. I mean, you can you, you can just taste it in this. The thing that always blows my mind about Booker's is usually they're six, seven years old, and they're that big. It, again, it shows you age is just a number. Location. Depends on how you make it and location, location, location. Yep. It's a good piece Where of Where you put it. But interestingly enough, of the three bookers, this is the youngest one. Yeah. And I think by many counts, as you'll see, um, this may have been the favorite mm-hmm. uh, among us. And yet it's the youngest. So, again, point uh, yeah, but we're, we're talking now, so. five. We're talking just five months between the three of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's the, the fact that they're able to you know come out with whiskey this big and this flavorful in such a short of time just shows you again. It's you have to know where the barrels are coming from and not who made them but where they're coming from and which rickhouse and that comes with time and that comes with, with experience and bucker no was a genius on that and, and fred no knows it as well so um you know extremely well done we're going to be giving the bookers 2022 batch number one ronnie's batch a well-deserved four sips that's classified 
So let's move on to our next back from Butcher, Butchers, Bookers, and we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. We're going to talk about Booker's 2022 Batch 2, the Lumberyard Batch. It's 62.40% alcohol by volume, which is don't plan any other activities today after this spirit, or 124.8 proof. It's seven years, one month, and seven days old. This batch is named in honor of Booker Nose pre-distillery years. After a short stint at the University of Kentucky, Booker hitchhiked across America in the hopes of joining the Air Force. After being accepted to the Air Force, the local police called his mom to verify his information to be cleared. When Booker's mom found out where he was, she convinced him to come home and work at the local lumberyard, local lumberyard, ah, too much Booker's guys, with Uncle Jeremiah Beam, known as Uncle Jer. Booker was over six feet tall and very strong at an early age. He never backed away from physical labor of any kind, which made him a natural fit for the job. Booker gave 110% during his time at the lumberyard, which eventually landed him his first role working at the distillery. And from then on, the rest was history. On the nose, I got a really strong... A uh, cream soda note, some sea salt on the palate. It was spicy, vibrant, and the finish was medium. Um, it was a very good Booker's. What did you think, Maury? Well, I thought that initially when we poured it, it was very woody and it was dominated by oak. I felt like I was chewing on a two by four. But with air and time in the glass, the woodiness really blew off nicely. And then I would agree with you, almost all the things you said were spot on. My initial thought on the palate was it was a little closed and thin and light. But again, with air and time, the palate really blossomed. The finish improved. And uh, I thought it was very well made. I thought it was delicious. So I think what I would say about this whiskey is don't rush it. This is a whiskey that you need to pour in the glass go and do something else and come back to it in about a half an hour. And I think you'll be very well rewarded. Well, that's, that's advice with every buckers. It's it. Yeah. It, needs, it needs a minute. Yeah. what do you think about this, Bob? I love this one. This was my favorite of the three, um, on the palate, the front center of the palate, I, I get a, a lemon sherbet. There's a creaminess and, and, and a big lemon boom for me. I get a lot of char on it. Mm. there's toffee notes on the back palate and the side and the finish on the exhale it just goes on and on and on and on huge huge exhale on this um it's it's as enjoyable after you've swallowed it as when it's still in your mouth so i mean for me this one was my favorite of the three but yeah, again got, classic bookers and they're all different yep i got that that's on the on the palate, I got that vanilla and pepper and those oak tannins. And then that lemon just rang through with it after that. Yeah, just creamy and, just, and just, delicious uh, and sweet. Which uh, I'm, not used to, I'm not used to having lemon on my bookers. Yeah. But it really works. It works, that. yeah. I mean, this one was just really, really well done. So we're going to be rating the bookers 2022 batch two, the Lumberyard batch, a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. 
So that brings us on to our last batch from Booker's, which is the Booker's 2022 Batch 3, which is called the Kentucky Tea Batch. This one is 63.25% ABV, 126.5 proof, the highest proof of the three released for 22. So thank you, Rick. Uh, Seven years, four months old, 14 days. And while some may flavor their water with tea, uh, Booker no love to flavor his water with bourbon. So a wise man. I, I can't debate the wisdom in that. And it was something that he called Kentucky tea. And since Booker's is over 100 proof, the flavor still pulls through when added to water. So Booker would take one part of bourbon and four parts of water. I think he, no, I think that's that's marketing. They got that backwards. One part to four of Booker's? Yeah, no. No, I've, I've, I'm I've trying seen, it now. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've well, seen that man barbecue that's, and that's dump an entire bottle <laughs> at the barbecue, dump an entire bottle of Booker's ah. on the grill. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's backwards. I, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Four to one. I don't think so. Um, beautiful color onto it. Like a dark penny. Um, on the nose. A classic Booker's nose. Oh, just sort of a little bit of musty oak to it. Dark, dark, dark brown sugar. Dark, dark caramel, dark toffee. And on the palate, um, the tannin on it was huge when we first opened it. It has definitely come down about two levels, but still there's a huge amount of wood tannin there. And I think they named this one right because, honestly, I get huge black tea notes on this. So naming this Kentucky Tea I don't think was an accident. And I think they probably blended this up and said, we need to come up with a name for this one. Um, yeah, it's it's and it's just it's it's like the way I take my tea, which is, you know, with the tiniest little bit of sweetener into it. So there's that big tea uh, and tannin up front with a slight bit of sweet on the palate. It's got a really nice finish on it. It goes on and on. Well done. What, what do you think, Brent? Yeah, I wasn't sure if the tea was the power of suggestion or if it was really there. And I had to keep going back to it. Yeah. You know, and it was there. And um, I'm going to give my notes of the three. Now, I, I like that we're able to go through the whole three of them. And this was my, while it was a nice classic Booker's, this was my this was my least favorite of the three. I agree. It was interesting. It was what it I was liked about it was the most unique and different, but it was my least favorite. If I was going to just <laughs> well, pick an enjoyable, let's verbal. qualify that. If somebody called us from from uh, Beam Centauri and said, "Hey, we've got a case of this. We're going to send it to you four idiots." <laughs> oh no, well, yeah. that's not. That's be that's not it. your favorite drink for the next. Can you make it three bottles? Cases? Right? Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So but we're splitting yeah. hairs. Exactly, we're splitting hairs yeah, but with you, but a the, laser beam. Yeah. But you have to judge. Yeah. You, I mean, we we're supposed to judge everything on yeah. its own, but we have all three of them to judge from. And the thing is, is and everybody's palate's different because me and you. We like the middle one. We like number two the best. Yes. Maury likes number one. one. Yes. Yeah. What do you like, Justin? So I did what Booker did. I poured four parts water. <laughs> you poured 20 parts one, water. <laughs> one part. That uh, didn't answer the question. Yeah, you did wrong. Non-responsive yeah, no. counselor. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I liked what was the your way favorite Booker of did the three? it. Favorite of the three. This one, because I, I poured so much water in it, it really tastes like uh, mild sweet tea. And... I just think that's so cool. might have so something cool. there. Who knows? 
I mean, I'm not no, watering mine down. I'm not, yeah. yeah. no, I'm not going to I am yeah. not wasting no. my bourbon on yeah. four parts water. No. Thank, thank no. you. Thank you to the folks from Beef Suntory for the samples. If they just sent a whole bottle, though, I would try it. But with a small sample, I am not trying, and I'm drinking it exactly as it is. You know, they would have been better off saying one cube of one cube of ice versus four parts water, and you let the cube of ice. Come on, Brent. Anything under 110 proof is just offensive to you. Let's, That's let's be true. honest. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm saying that this I, the same effect would have been to say, uh, you know, one cube of ice with this. And, you know, you get that big tea flavor that comes out. And, and this was part of it. Yeah, this was fun. This was a fun experiment. I, I think that if I, uh, you know, got to have all three in the collection, this is just a fun certain day of the week. Try it out. Check it out. Sunday morning tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I were going to choose and I had to buy one, it'd be number one. Well, we're going to be rating the Booker's 2022-3 Kentucky D batch of four sips. That's we agreed on three. Do we agree on three? Oh, okay. Sorry. Three steps. Interesting. I'm not looking at my notes. Well, that's all the time we have for today. You know what? I wish. I mean, and again, I'm very happy to have the samples we have, but I, I wish we had a full bottle of each one of these so that we could go back and do like a three or four year retrospective. But that's just me. So that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining us. Thank you, Brent. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for this. I love the jackal in the basement. Yeah, thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another fantastic morning in the basement. I love the drippiness. And thank you, Justin. Uh, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to be here. And thank God, no bright light on uh, early morning. Yeah, exactly. Well, for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob. We thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. And thankfully, today, didn't we happen. didn't have to do that. Didn't Amen. No. Didn't have to happen. Love this job. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back. Join us for another episode. And keep on sipping. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.